On today's episode, we are bringing in the fire, asking you, what is it going to take before you change? Whatever it is that you are looking to implement into your life, whether it's workout, changing your nutrition, or just showing up for yourself and tackling your goals, we ask you, how bad are you going to let things get symptomatically before you invest in yourself and you make that commitment to change so that you can feel good and thrive with confidence? You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators, and this is The Food Code. What is up? It is hey Friday. Guys. It is Friday. It's actually Wednesday today, <laughs> but if you're feels, listening to this on Friday. It feels like Friday. Yesterday, I literally thought it was Thursday, and then I realized it was Tuesday, and I was like, dang it. <laughs> it's been a week. It's been a month. I will say that. The past, like, it's Liz and I are just, you know, I feel like I'm going through a midlife crisis in a way with a lot of things. <laughs> But I'm only 34. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I think it's good. You know, you are reflecting. My birthday's next month. Your birthday was just last week. So you're reflecting on this past year and, you know, where are we going to be a year from now, two years from now, and just mm-hmm. so many things we want to do. So I don't call it a midlife crisis. I think it's a season of growth and just ever evolving. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. obviously with 75 Hard and some of the books we've read, I think both of us have been evaluating and really analyzing some things just in terms of, you know, where we're headed and uh, all really just good stuff. So Mm -hmm. I'm super excited about it. More changes on the horizon. Mm -hmm. Yay. And um, go ahead. (laughs) You do talk. So I, Liz and I were kind of like, you know, percolating on, is that the right word? Percolating? I don't know. Is I that just, like, I, I feel like that's a dance. The percolator. That's yeah, it's time for the percolator. Oh, maybe I'll make a reel with that. No, I'm just Speculating. Kidding. That was the word I was looking for. Um, We were like speculating on what to talk about today. And I had a really good conversation with a client yesterday that has been going through kind of a gut healing protocol and has been, it, it's just been like the best experience for her, which makes me so happy. Cause I'll be honest, like a lot of gut healing protocols have their bumps in the road. Um, you know, they don't all go like rainbows and butterflies. There's sometimes like you have reactions to certain things or, you know, you feel better, but then something gets worse for a period of time. So like what she was explaining though, was it was really hard for her for the first 10 days because we took a full anti-inflammatory protocol, which is an adjustment. Um, it's temporary. It is to really, really rid the body of any inflammatory things so that the gut can have a chance to heal. And she's been doing a protocol to help manage something called H. pylori, which is a bacterial infection. Um, and she was working out, not eating, you know, she was eating in a calorie deficit prior to doing this gut stuff and not really seeing a whole lot of change and having major gut reactions to certain things. So since doing this, she's down six pounds. She's like, Becca, I, ha- I literally cried this morning. Like I feel amazing. And her husband's doing it with it with her too. And he goes, he actually was on the call in the background and he goes, you know, I didn't like you for the first 10 days of this because I did not feel very good. <laughs> I was like, 
I was like, sometimes you have to stick it out. Sometimes you have to know that like, that's your body's process of either detoxifying itself or trying to use different energy sources that it's not used to when you change your diet. Um, and now they both feel amazing. And the biggest thing that like I, I was trying to explain to her is that I think that a lot of times people feel really poorly. They, they don't feel well, but they aren't willing to do the things to help them feel better. So mm -hmm. like, hey, we need to remove gluten. Oh, but that means I, have to, I can't eat pasta. My family's Italian. Or, hey, you know, we need to remove dairy. Oh, I can't do that. Like, I, what am I going to use for protein? I, I do Greek yogurt and whey pro. And it's like, okay, but your hair is falling out. You're fatigued. You're not sleeping through the night. You're running to the bathroom after you eat these things. Like, at, And so the question then became like, at what point are you willing to make those changes? Like, at, what is it going to take? Um, and that's kind of what we wanted to pose today in this Friday fire and like put it in a little bit of a fiery message in terms of how horrible do you have to feel, you know? Absolutely. So. And I think, you know, if you look at the stats, we know that majority of our listeners, you know, are health focused, but you may have family or friends around you who are dealing with a lot of things and maybe they share it, maybe they don't, or maybe they're just in a place where you can tell, I mean, they're overweight uh, or they're tired. They don't have energy to keep up with their kids. They're not remembering things or, you know, they're canceling plans last minute because somebody in the house is sick again. And so, you know, 60% of the U.S. is obese, right? Uh, I heard a crazy stat the other day that was talking about um, if you have one disease, there's a very high probability you don't just have one disease, you have other things going on. So the diseases kind of come in packs here. And so, you know, for Becca and I, we've walked our personal journeys, you know, we've had uh, to go through these things ourselves. And I'm going to be the first person to tell you that I had to get to a place where I was in a real rough spot uh, before I buckled down and changed. And Part of that was also investing in myself, forking out thousands of dollars to work with a holistic doctor who would run tests, who would help me, you know, understand what it is that I needed to do, you know, to heal. And that's why we, both of us, um, you know, got into this, but, you know, leaving that journey, it is truly life changing. And I was talking with a client, uh, a lady last night that just started with us. She's starting with us on Friday, the day this airs. Um, and she just said, you know, I have gone to so many doctors, I've had so many tests run, and they just make it out that it's like I'm crazy or something. Something is wrong with me. Like these symptoms are in my head. And this is only one example, right? The other example Becca gave is only one example. We have hundreds of clients. We have thousands of ladies that we've talked to at this point in time. And the reality is some people are not in the place where they are ready to do what it takes to change and get to the other side. And that's what we want to pose for you today, because here's what I will say. The longer that you wait, the more expensive it's going to be and the harder it's going to be. You think that these symptoms are just kind of like, meh, yeah, my hair's kind of falling out, or that's not really cool. You know, I don't want to be bald, or my, you know, acne is popping up again, and that's not really cute, but I've got this toxic skincare that I'll just, you know, throw on some makeup and cover this all up, or my bloating and my gas. Well, that's just normal. I know I ate the cheese curds I shouldn't have. Like, the honest truth is every time that you are doing these things to your body, whether it's toxins that you're putting into it, it's alcohol, it's high amounts of sugar, you're choosing to hit the drive-through and expose yourself to all of these processed inflammatory foods, 
the cascade, the ball is going to keep rolling down the hill as long as you will let it. And it will get worse. You will end up in a disease state and you will be at a place where you have hit rock bottom and now it's going to cost you way more in terms of time, energy, and effort to go through that healing process compared to now, if you were to start now and you were to say, hey, like I am having these symptoms, I hear Liz and Becca talk about the fact that these things aren't normal. I shouldn't be sick all the time. I shouldn't have digestive issues. The digestion should be a quiet event. Sure, here nor there, maybe you ate too fast and you passed a little gas. It shouldn't smell. Your body odor also shouldn't smell. I've got a video coming out about this tomorrow. Body odor is a sign of bacterial overgrowth. Like you've got to pay attention to some of these signs and signals and symptoms. And basically, if you want to take anything away from this podcast today is take a hard look in the mirror and really ask yourself, what am I doing to improve these things? And what am I doing to make these things worse? If you are saying that, you know, hiring somebody or working with a doctor or getting testing done or investing in yourself in the capacity of time or energy or just, you know, finances too, is too much for you then I would ask, where is all of that energy investment going? Is it going to Starbucks? Is it going to the drive-through? Because I've heard multiple people talk about, and I don't agree or don't disagree. I've heard a lot of people talk about the fact that groceries are expensive. Absolutely. Inflation is crazy right now. But guess what lines are also still out to the street? Portillo's, Starbucks, McDonald's, like it seems to me that people haven't really felt it that hard if they're still going to the drive-thru because it is more expensive to go out to eat than it is for you to go to Aldi or you know Trader Joe's and buy a pound of lean ground beef with some frozen veggies and some sweet potatoes. Like, you're never going to win that argument with Beck and I. <laughs> I have been cutting down my grocery bill significantly by shopping at Aldi. I'm very proud of myself. Um, so, and here's the other thing, like maybe you're not super symptomatic right now. Maybe you're not really sick, but for you, you just keep telling yourself that you're going to go work out, you know, this week you haven't been and you keep not doing it. Or you, you know, say you're going to wake up early to have some you time and set yourself up for a good day instead of like waking up in chaos when your kids wake you up, but you keep not doing it. Like at what point are you going to make those changes? We talked about this with our clients on our group call this week in terms of you have to create wins for yourself like the only way to build momentum is to start it yourself no one else is going to give you that win you have to decide i'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and then actually do it one day one thing at a time one day we have some people that were like well i wanted to do like these five things one thing pick one thing do it one time and then keep doing it one at a time how do how do you eat out eat an elephant one bite at a time. I don't think anyone eats all offense, by the way. I think that's just a phrase and a saying. But anyways, like you cannot accomplish these huge things, especially when you make them seem as huge as you do. Like you need to think about these things in very small steps. And so if you are someone that is struggling with showing up for yourself, like just tell yourself, what is it going to take for me to do this? Why do I keep making justifications and excuses? Like why am I in this place? Probably because that's become a habit of yours. That's become almost an unconscious action for you. And so now you have to create a new habit. And I think that a lot of people think that, you know, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to have this motivation or when I lose the weight, my health will be improved. No, no, no. Hopefully if you've been listening to us for long enough, you will understand weight loss does not equal health. 
health equals weight loss. You need to get your body to a healthy state. And for most people, that means pretty much symptom free before you start to lose weight sustainably. And so you need to ask like, what is it going to, what is it going to take for me to make these changes? Because if you are finding yourself in the same situation over and over again, where you are not happy, you're not happy with your actions. You're not happy with what you're doing. Something needs to change. I heard a great quote the other day. If you want big change, you need to make big change. Like we can't expect this 30 pound weight loss journey or to be completely symptom free or to totally turn our gut health around unless we're willing to make big changes. I actually, I will say there was one thing at the doctor's office today. I had a very out of body experience at the doctor's office today. I won't go deeply into it. It was very strange. I was like, why, what is going on here? But on the questionnaire, it was asking a lot of like mental health questions because it was my first time at the doctor in like five years. I don't go to primary physicians very often. But anyways, they at the very bottom of the questionnaire, it said, what is important to you? And it had family, health, financial, and other. And then it said, what are you willing to sacrifice to have better situations in these areas? And I was like, I actually really like that question. I noticed in the office that they have an association with like, you can hire, you can get a health coach through their practice um, to work with you. And I was like, I'm actually, I'm impressed with what's going on here Um, because a lot of people need to evaluate that for themselves. Like, sure, you want these things. Where's the disconnect though? What are you willing to give up for them? And I would ask also like, why do you want those things? What's the true why behind it? You want to, you know, be 135 pounds and 15% by why, why do you want that? Like, what is, what is driving that desire? Because if you keep not showing up for that goal, maybe that goal is not actually very important or you don't really, or you've lost the, the why the, you know, the really concrete reason behind that goal. And so that's the actionable part of today. Like really dig deep into what are you failing at? What are you really struggling with accomplishing that you keep trying to do over and over again? Or what are you avoiding doing that you keep realizing? Like I have all these symptoms. I feel like crap, but I'm not doing anything about it. Evaluate why, why do you want the change in these things? Yeah. And I think evaluate, what if I don't, what if I don't change? I keep saying I want to change. I have some of these symptoms or maybe I don't have some of these symptoms, but I'm just not in a place where I'm super happy with myself and confident. What if I don't change? Where will you be a year from now? And will you be proud when you look back on the next year for again, not doing anything about your health to improve your situation, to improve your happiness, to improve your confidence, to improve your relationships around you, right? To encourage others. Uh, I was actually having a conversation with one of our girls yesterday. She's um, one of our younger clients and she's just like, I had a really hard conversation with myself on my birthday and I'm standing in my own way and I'm the only one that's standing in my own way. She's like, you've given me all of the tools and the knowledge and the education. I just haven't been consistent in putting it into action. And so we talked, you know, about what are the roadblocks there and really drilled into what is her why. And we've said this before on other podcasts, but it's much more than the weight. Your internal why is something related to your self-esteem, your confidence, your children, if you have children. Uh, you know, for me, I didn't want to hide behind baggy black clothes anymore. I wanted to feel comfortable in my skin. I didn't want to hide in pictures. I didn't want to stand behind other people in family pictures, right? That was a big reason for my journey and why I wanted to get to, you know, where I am today. It wasn't about the the scale number. 
it was about my confidence and how I felt and how I showed up. Um, and so I think for you, if you are struggling with these things, it's important to understand your why, but it's also important to really connect with the opposite. If I don't do something, what is life going to be like? Where will I be a year from now? And if I do invest in myself, time, energy, whatever it is for you, how will I feel? Will I be proud of myself? Will I be more confident? Will I feel unstoppable eventually? I was talking with um, one of our clients. I talked about her in a training I did last week in our big fit mom group today. And she's lost 20 pounds because we focused on her health and the underlying root cause issues that she was struggling with for so many years. And she just tells me every call, just how ecstatic she is. You guys were not even in a calorie deficit uh, in terms of like intentionally like fat loss. She's obviously in a deficit because she's losing weight, but she came in with joint pain, digestive issues and feeling just run down and fatigued all the time. And she's like, this is just amazing that I've been able to enjoy life a really stressful time, sending kids to college, going on family vacation, all kinds of, you know, fun events that are going on. And she's like, I'm still losing weight because I'm just eating to nourish my body. And so that's what we want to ask you, uh, you know, today to take a, to take away from this podcast is how, how long are you willing to let things get bad before you decide to do something about it? And I found the stat that I want to share as we close this out. So we know that 60% of the U S is obese, six in 10 have chronic disease four in 10 have multiple chronic diseases. You're not immune to these things unless you are fully taking control of your health. And so if you have the start or the onset of some things going on right now, please reach out to somebody to help you improve these things and turn them around before it's too late. There was a podcast Beck and I both shared about an OBGYN who left her practice to become a functional practitioner. And I posted on my stories today, but about minute 29, she starts talking about the thyroid panels and TSH is in range. And I have been doing a little bit of digging and research back to my old labs. And I was sharing with this with Becca and then also on another podcast. The functional doctor diagnosed me with Hashimoto's because of my antibodies. No other doctor had done that. And so what she's talking about here is when you see antibodies in your, th- your thyroid or your labs or whatever it is, is in range, and it couldn't just be your antibodies. It can be other things too. Like you can see other markers on test, even though a lot of things are in range, you can see um, you know, inflammatory markers uh, that may t- signify that disease is on the horizon if this isn't turned around. And that's what we do. And I'm really excited. I'm going to see an endocrinologist at the end of this month. We're going to test my antibodies and I'm kind of praying that I put myself uh, in remission and we'll just see what that looks like um, because of all of the things that I have done with gut health and healing and taking control. And we promise you, if you're willing to treat your body the way that it deserves to be treated, it has the ability to do the things that it needs to do. But most people, unfortunately, walk around caving to emotions they get stressed. That's a trigger. They go and drink a milkshake. Somebody makes them upset. Their kids are, you know, whining and crying and it's been a day. And so they deserve a bottle of wine, right? All these things add up. You've heard us talk about the accumulation effect before. The symptoms also start to add up. And if you're being offered a PPI, a prescription of some sort, whether it's anti-anxiety medicine, um, you know, anti-depression medicine, birth control, the list goes on. We hear it all. There's nothing that we haven't heard before that's so crazy with some of the stories we get with our clients. Please don't accept that as your answer. That's your band-aid. If you've got symptoms and you're not seeing the reason 
with testing or whoever you're working with as your provider, you're not doing the right test. It's so true. It, it we see it. Gosh, I feel like it's almost every client now. Mm-hmm. So it's like almost every client that has been to multiple doctors that feels like they are just they're lost, you know. And uh, I'm I love what we do, and I love finding these answers for people. But here's the thing. You have to be your own advocate. You have to decide that enough is enough. You have to decide that you want to feel better and do not accept that how you feel is normal. It, it might be common because we live in the sick society. I'm sorry, our world is toxic. Our food has reached a toxic level. It is hard to be healthy. It is not impossible. And you should be. Personal excellence is the ultimate freedom you can have. To feel your best. I love that Andy Frisella says that all the mm-hmm. time. Like to truly feel your best is is the ultimate freedom. No one can take that away from you. And so if you are struggling, if you've been struggling, if you're sick of struggling, evaluate some of these things. What is it going to take? At what point does it become something that you will no longer accept? I don't recommend letting it go very far because like Liz was saying, it's a lot harder to dig out of that place. Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.